Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Trevor Talks on the Ram Radio at Angelo State University. Uh, so first of all, it is it is Thursday, uh, November 5th here, and I totally thought that I would be discussing the election results today. Um, however, those results are not in yet. Uh, and it's it's getting pretty interesting, actually. So it's a very close race. It's not a landslide election for President Trump or former Vice President Biden. It is it's just it's kind of happening. And uh, I think that by the time all of the results are in, it'll probably be uh, like a one state kind of, you know, whoever gets that last state wins. Uh, because it's it's definitely not a landslide for either candidate, which is really intense um, because we're so used to knowing that night at the end of election day when you know when, who who won uh, right then, and it's been that way for a really long time, uh, especially as long as I have been kind of paying attention to elections. So that would have been probably 2008 uh, when President Obama won was the first time I was in, I was in like second grade, first grade at the time. And I didn't stay up all night, like waiting for the election results. uh, But I stayed up to a uh, fairly late hour watching the TV, watching them discuss everything that was going on. Um, I've only stayed up like all night in the past, probably, yeah, probably just like 2016 was about it. Um, but anyway, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, it's just taken a little bit longer than usual to count all these ballots. I know a lot of people kind of decided to do the mail-in absentee voting this year because, of coronavirus concerns so that they didn't have to go out in public and actually vote there. Um, Which brings up another kind of topic. Obviously, I voted by mail as well because I am six hours away from my kind of home, like voting area, Harris County in Houston. Um, Texas does a, a really good job, though. They have people start counting the mailed in ballots like a week before election day so that they kind of have at least the vast majority of them counted already by the time we get right up on election day. Uh, But I know some states actually wait until the day of election day to start opening up all of the mailed in ballots, taking them out of their envelopes and then running through uh, the machines to to count all of those votes. And uh, I mean, I, I just feel like it would probably be beneficial if all the states started counting mailed-in ballots a week early uh, so that we... And I sound so impatient, you know, here that we don't have our election results already like two days after um, the original uh, election happened. Uh, but, you know, that, that could be beneficial for really everyone involved uh, if they just started counting them early. 
but enough about that. We can we can talk about the election maybe on Tuesday if we have any kind of new developments. We quite literally don't know how long this will take. Uh, so on Tuesday this week, I started a new segment here on Trevor Talks that I'm going to attempt to do like at least once a month, uh, and that is the Cool Professors segment. Uh, I have determined that there are a lot of really interesting professors around campus here at Angelo State, uh, and they have interesting stories to tell, uh, interesting how they got here, what they like to do, all of that. Uh, really, there's just more to see about professors than what they're teaching, what they're like in a classroom, um, and then and then the other stuff that goes on. Uh, so Dr. File was our first guest. He's a math professor here at Angelo State University. Um, that was on Tuesday. So if you haven't had a chance to go listen to the interview yet, if you didn't listen live, uh, it is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now Google Podcasts as well. Uh, so if you want to go listen to that, you can listen to it wherever you find your podcasts for free and uh, go check it out because it was a really interesting interview. Um, and another good thing I got to ask about in the interview um, was what kind of challenges professors have faced uh, as a result of the coronavirus and uh, the whole pandemic and all that good jazz uh, and all of the kind of changes that they've had to make uh, in order to continue teaching during the coronavirus um, and and how they adapted to that and the challenges faced during that. So I think that was uh, really nice to see and hear that kind of side of the story. Obviously, we can even see on the surface the different um, coronavirus precautions, whether it's uh, having very few people in class and doing classes online and wearing masks to class and all that good stuff. Um, he talked about how it's it's less engaging and, and he doesn't get to be like right there with the students helping them through everything. Uh, so just make sure you take a minute and get over there, listen to that interview, uh, and I will be finding some more cool professors to do interviews with uh, in the coming, um, you know, months and all that. Uh, we'll just see how that plays out, figure out who we're going to interview. It'll be a good time. So anyway, I guess uh, so, since I'm not talking about the election, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do a little bit of a discussion about homecoming week. So homecoming week is over now. It happened last week. It was a very eventful uh, week. We had a lot of good stuff going on. Um, one of the most interesting things was the thing going on, uh, I don't remember if it was a Friday night or a Saturday, I think it was a Saturday night, uh, yeah, yeah, it was Saturday night, because uh, the morning, Saturday morning, they had the homecoming parade, which was really cool, they had a lot of interesting parade floats made by every student organization, almost every student organization here on campus at Angelo State. And, of course, the theme was Mardi Gras for the parade and for Homecoming Week uh, as a whole. 
And so all of these floats had pretty much everything you would probably expect to see um, on a Mardi Gras float in a parade, maybe in Louisiana, like New Orleans or Baton Rouge. Uh, they celebrate Mardi Gras really seriously down there. Uh, and so they, it's, it's always nice to see that. So these floats were really cool. And then Saturday night is when they had this other thing going on over at the football stadium where they took some time to announce all of the winners for homecoming week. So uh, they announced the first, second, and third place winners for the homecoming parade floats. And then they announced the winner of the spirit stick. Uh, they had a, a little pep rally over there, which was nice. Um, it essentially consisted of the cheerleaders doing a little performance and uh, the Angelo State dance team doing a little performance too. Uh, not quite the pep rallies we're used to. Uh, obviously, we can't have the, the band playing down there because of coronavirus policies. Uh, it's just too risky to have the band playing instruments. Um, of course, because you have to remove your mask. <laughs> uh, but after that, they had this acapella singing group called Casual uh, Casual Mania come in. And it's it's spelled interesting. It's spelled like Kazool. It's like K-A-Z-U-A-L. Uh, and so they came and spent like an hour performing. Uh, and it was really nice. So they take... Uh, they take songs and just sing covers of them uh, in an acapella kind of way, kind of what you might see in like Pitch Perfect, uh, the movie, and uh, also it's what Pentatonix kind of really made super popular over the past man, 10 years. They've been at it for a long time. Uh, so they gave a really great performance and it was nice to have them there. And after that, it was time to announce who had won the homecoming king and queen. And so they kind of lined everybody up and everyone was wearing really nice clothes. Super cool. Uh, and then they announced the winners and crowned the winners and all of that. And after that, that was pretty much the end of the whole, uh, the whole show. So it was time for fireworks, and so we had this nice, long fireworks show uh, that they were doing over the football stadium there, and they, they brought out all the stops. They had some really, really fancy fireworks going on, and it was a great time for everyone. Oh, and they were giving out free t-shirts, too. Uh, that's another thing. It's like before coming to college, everyone was always telling people about how many free t-shirts you're going to be getting. And then we got here and it was kind of like, okay, well, maybe we're not going to get as many free t-shirts because things like tailgating are kind of outlawed due to the coronavirus and all that other good stuff. And I know tailgating was like a, a major point of free t-shirt distribution. Uh, however, we have still managed to, to give out a lot of free t-shirts here. I think I've gotten at least three, um, and I, I know that there was probably two or three other opportunities to get free T-shirts that I just didn't make it to because I was busy. 
uh, or I wasn't there in line like an hour before it started. So they were already out of t-shirts by the time I got there. Just stuff like that. But it's uh, it's really nice to see all of these free t-shirts that they're giving out to people because that way you can kind of switch up your claws a little bit and get a nice variety of ASU gear so that you can kind of represent the team and and all that stuff. So thank you to any of the student organizations listening for giving us free t-shirts. That's very nice of them. So that was pretty much it for homecoming week. Uh, They had some other real, well, it's not really pretty much it. That was just it for that day. They had a lot of other things going on uh, throughout the week such as the annual dance and chant uh, tradition. It's, it's pretty much exactly like it sounds. It's a, uh, some, some groups create dance and chant performances, kind of like a step team uh, kind of thing, and they, they perform, uh, and then whoever is the best wins. It gets judged. Um, and then they also had some, some fun stuff going on. They called it the Fall Festival. Um, which, I mean, it is fall, although it was pretty chilly outside that day. Uh, So there was some fun stuff going on there, more free T-shirts. They had had something really interesting that I hadn't actually seen previously, and they were calling it soccer darts. And so it was like there was this really big inflatable dartboard uh, covered in Velcro, and then there were soccer balls covered with more Velcro, but like the, the opposite side of the Velcro. So the soccer balls would fit on the dartboard. Um, and so normally when you're playing darts, you have to throw the darts at the dartboard, right? And then it kind of sticks there and you, you score points. Uh, well, in this case, you had to get the soccer ball up on the dartboard uh, to score points, and it was it was kicking. So people were out there kicking the soccer ball at the dartboard, and it was getting stuck on there with the Velcro uh, and scoring points, playing darts with that, and it was pretty exciting. Uh, so people were having a great time. And then another kind of new thing that they did for the first time this year uh, was the spirit board decorating contest. And I don't recall exactly what that replaced because I know there was something that happens here. This is still my first year at Angelo State, so I don't recall uh, like what all of the homecoming things are that got canceled this year because of coronavirus restrictions and, and safe policies and like risk management and all of that stuff. Um, but I know it replaced something. So the spirit board contest was essentially uh, they gave student organizations a really big piece of plywood and was and they had to just decorate it. Um, so some of them got really creative. Some of them uh, did some other cool stuff. I know that the ROTC detachment here actually cut their plywood into the shape of an airplane. Uh, because they're the Air Force, you know, they fly airplanes and stuff. That's kind of the thing. So rather than just painting the whole board, they decided to cut it and then paint it. Uh, So I thought that was really creative. They did a nice job. I don't actually know who won that contest because they didn't announce it at the homecoming pep rally thing. I don't know when they, they, I don't know, maybe like the parade or something. 
but it happened. It was very nice. And I would even say that I hope that they continue that tradition now throughout uh, the future years because it's, uh, it's a good opportunity to kind of decorate stuff and get in the homecoming spirit. I don't know where they're going to put those boards after homecoming week is all done. I know a couple of them are still out on display here in the Angelus State University Mall, the, the big sidewalk between all the buildings on campus. Uh, but otherwise, I don't know if the organizations are going to like send them home with somebody or put them up in the attic of the frat house or something. I don't know. It just it just depends. So that's about it. Homecoming week was great, and uh, we're we're all kind of anxiously awaiting the election results here. So just stay tuned on that. Thank you for listening to another episode of Trevor Talks. Remember, you can listen live at 11 a.m. Central on TuneIn Radio, or you can listen anytime wherever you get podcasts. Have a great day.